everybody welcome to the 10th episode of the generational divide here with our special guest and first guest jared pacowan hello everyone yeah Yeah. we have jared pacowan famous for being the tndc um leader at no or at our school oops at our school and um and Dallas High School. Yeah, I'm go. being part of um, dance teams like Gravy Babies and other what other what other teams? Um, I was also part of the Lab and uh-huh. New Era. Yeah, very nice. And yeah. yeah, well, welcome to be on the show. We're happy to have you, our first guest. And first. I'm I'm pleasured to be on episode ten. Yeah, yeah, that is special. <laughs> you know what? Since it's episode ten, we said cake last time. We got cake. Yay! Yeah. Yay. Exciting. Exciting. But yeah, how does it feel to be on the podcast, Jared? Uh, it's cool. I'm going to I'm gonna listen to this with GC in yeah. a couple of days or whenever it releases. He needs gonna... to give me another haircut. That, yeah, that I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Shout out to Gian Blends. Yep. All right. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to say to the, the camera or anything before you get started? Um, I'm happy to be here. You're a little nervous? A no, little I'm bit. Just, I just don't know what to say. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right. No, just interject. But... So, top of the show things. How have, you, how have you been? How's this one week, Mr. Flores? Oh, man. Things have been picking up, especially with my other project, you know, because I'm also interviewing like a bunch of teachers and administrators and all these other people that, that um, to try and get like changes to public education. Yeah. Because public education right now, in my opinion, is a little bit of a mess, mm-hmm. right? Especially in California where we're ranked 40th of all the states. Yeah. According to the US and World News Report. But we spend that's like, good. But we're like number eighteen or nineteenth in spending. Oh, really? In the whole United States, so obviously there's something wrong there. That's good. Yeah, and so uh, you know I've been doing a lot of interviews, and I've have some big, big guests names. coming up. Yeah, I'm not gonna announce them quite yet, but uh, yeah, things are really picking up, and I'm exhausted. That's good. Proud <laughs> of you. For me personally, it's been picking up as well. I mean, this podcast, we checked the numbers and we over have a hundred, almost a hundred listeners in the month of August and it's not even August yet. Yeah. So, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. I think we're getting like about two, we're averaging about two downloads a day. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know who downloads things anymore, (laughs) but you know what? Yeah. Download it. And then, so this has been picking up and I've been getting lots of messages like about the podcast and people actually wanting to start their own. So we're inspiring people. Yeah. I've been um, having actually conversations with people who like listen to it, who like message me and ask me about things like, so yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of followers lately. (laughs) <laughs> like, mostly like a bunch of teenagers, which might, you know, set off some red flags at the FBI or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's good. This is like, like, I feel like we're on a good start, you know, yeah. on our way up. How about yeah. you, Jared? This week has been very stressful. Explain. Um, college, since college is starting up and there's, I don't know what major to go into. And I like, I want to decide now. So like I don't I, there's like I already know what I want to do, 
But like, okay, because I wanted to go into teach, teaching. Okay. And, um, <laughs> uh, but I don't know what subject I wanted to teach. So um, I was talking to people and they were telling me to go into liberal art or to liberal studies. And then my family was telling me, don't go into liberal studies. They're like, oh, you don't know what to do with that. I'm like, but what if I want to become a teacher? And so it was just like back and forth arguments yeah. on this. So yeah, it was just it's just this week has been stressful with college since it starts next week. Okay. All right. So since I was a teacher for 11 <laughs> years, maybe I could give you some advice, right? So teaching, uh, first off, figure out what grade level you want to mm -hmm. do or have an idea of. You're actually not going to know whether or not you like it unless you actually start doing it, mm -hmm. right? So when I first started becoming a teacher, uh, even before I started becoming a teacher, I tutored a lot, right? So I started tutoring uh, like high school students. I worked for this company called the Princeton Review, which is good experience because they put you in front of a classroom and they go like, all right, go teach, right? Mm -hmm. And they yeah. show you exactly what it is that you're going to teach, how you're going to do it. It's, it's kind of like a script, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to do like, you have to hit these marks at these points and you have to, you know, so it's very scripted and that's good because you don't have to think about that. You just think about like, all right, being with the students and, and actually following yeah. through with all those lessons. And then, um, so gather some experience, a uh, company like that is good because they also do like a little bit of side tutoring. Mm -hmm. And then, so you can go and check out like different grade levels. Right. So, uh, working for them led to me like working at a middle school at one of those Chinese after school -like places. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I taught like math at one of those places mm. and it was just like, you know, you get like 12, 13 year olds and you just drill them to death, you know, <laughs> which is, you know, probably not the best way to make a balanced human being. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I did high school and then I also got, uh, because then I, later on I graduated and I got to do, uh, teach college level classes. Mm, yeah. Right. So I was teaching organic chemistry to, uh, to, you know, students getting ready for their, MCAT, which is like the, it's kind of like the SATs, but for medical school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. And you get all this like experience and, and then you can decide like, all right, maybe I like this grade level or maybe mm -hmm. I don't like this grade level. Right. So then once you have the grade level, um, then the, the next part of it is, well, what do you like? Like, what do you enjoy? Like what topics do you actually enjoy? Uh, the topics I do enjoy is just English and math, English and math. Right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you should study that, mm -hmm. right? Study math, study English, and, you know, maybe even get like a major in one with a minor in the other, because mm -hmm. you just need a minor. And then you have to take a test called the C-Best mm -hmm. in yeah. order to teach the, the, um, the actual topic, right? So like, let's say you wanted to be a math teacher, mm -hmm. just get a minor in math, take the C, the, the C-Set in math, and then you can teach high school math. Oh, okay. okay. Right. So it's like literally like that easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but and this is all recorded so you can look back on it. Yeah, later. I know. Right. So, <laughs> it's like live advice, you know? And then, uh, because like, honestly, if you don't, if you're not really passionate about like the topic you're teaching, mm -hmm. it's going to feel like a drag, Yeah, you know? Cause you're like, Oh, how many ways? But you, you know, I was talking to a teacher earlier this week and we both like, you know, she wanted to be a math teacher from the time she was in elementary school. Right. Mm -hmm. And then after teaching for a few years, she wound up feeling burnt out and going like, I'm tired of teaching math. Right. So that's like so it can change, you know, like the future can always change. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I feel like the system of teaching like kind of burns people out really fast. Mm -hmm. And that's 
And so you have to be really careful of that. So don't get burned out. Yeah. So like being in college, you should really focus on being like a balanced human being. Yeah. Right. Meaning like, all right, I have this time for school mm-hmm. and then I have this time for friends and for yeah. family and for fun. And then I have this time for working on myself, right? Okay. Either like physically, like doing my own hobby, mm-hmm. working out, doing whatever. Right. And then have, and then the more things like there's different ways that, that you can think of like of a person. Uh, there's a guy named Dr. Talbin Shahar who, who came up with this thing idea called the spire mm-hmm. of like, all right, these are five of the main aspects to being right. So spire is S P I R E S stands for your spiritual self. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, what do you believe in? Like, what's your morality? What do you like? Um, that type of thing. Like if you have a religion, what is it? Do you understand mm-hmm. it? Right. Like to like, and are you like investing yourself into it? Then there's the P which is physical, mm-hmm. right? Are you working out? Like, are you eating right? Are you like treating yourself like physically, like you're trying to take care of somebody, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you should treat yourself. And then I is like your intellectual pursuits, right? Intellectual doesn't just mean schoolwork. It could also mean like a hobby or something that you have that you're just constantly trying to get better yeah. at, uh-huh. right? So for you, it could be like dancing, yeah. right? And I just, you just get into it. Anything that gets you into like that flow state of like, oh, I want to do this, I want to mm-hmm. do this, you know? And then R is, uh, oh, I can't remember what R. Ooh. I think R was like relationships. Oh. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, wow. We did a whole episode on this yesterday. How do yeah, you not remember? I know. Last week. How do you not remember? I think the it was. Balance? Yeah, I know. I think it was relationships. You uh, know, that's like your interactions with other people. And then mm-hmm. E was uh, your emotional self, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, are you able to like express your feelings? Are you able to hear other people's like and and be reactive to other people's emotions and and be able to like give out your emotions, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a lot of like places where two of those things kind of like meet up together, right? So like, you know, so for some people like myself, like when I work out and I do yoga, like that is also for me like a very um, like emotional experience. So mm-hmm. if I'm carrying like a lot of like stress, stress is an emotion, right? And then I go in, I do my practice and I focus on my breathing and I'm like, you feel you know, all fuzzy yeah. inside and, and then like the stress level starts to go down. So I'm doing two things at the same time, right? I'm dealing with my emotions and I'm dealing with my physical self mm-hmm. at the same time, right? And then, so that's one way of looking at your holistic self. And I wish more people like had that idea of like, oh, I should be taking care of like more than just one thing, right? I'm all these different things. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. And then once you have that, like you know what you want to teach, you get your education, you go in. Uh, then the rest part is just going to be surviving the first three years. Yeah. After you get oh, hired. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, the first three years are where you get, get tortured, like mm-hmm. literally like, like tortured. Right. Because, uh, after the first three to four years, you get tenureship and then, you know, admin and everyone else kinds of backs off of you. Mm-hmm. But while you're still like, what's called like a temporary teacher, yeah. uh, like the admin comes down to you and says, Hey, you're going to teach like you're going to teach these classes this year and you don't really have like a choice. Oh, okay. Right? Or your department chair might do that to you. Or uh admin might come to you and say like, "Oh, we need this. We need a, a teacher, an extra teacher for this committee. You're going to be it." Oh, okay. Or yeah. they won't say you're going to be it, but they'll say if you want to be oh. here next <laughs> yeah. year, yeah. Yeah, I, I highly that. advise you do this. <laughs> yeah. 
I get that. Right? Which is like, uh, like that's a weird way of putting it. threatening somebody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, and, then, uh, and then you just have to survive that, right? Mm. Because you're going to have to be writing your own curriculum. You're going to have to be dealing with your own classroom management. You're going to have to be dealing, like, it's very isolated, right? Like, I have, I have not been to a single school site where, you know, I meet with somebody, like, multiple times a week and we work together to come up with the curriculum and wow. to like you know and to like really like make sure that the product yeah. that we're giving out to kids is really good that like almost never happens mm -hmm. and that never happens because as teachers you just don't have enough time you're like straight up you just don't have enough time you know because like if you look at me I, I when i was a teacher i had five periods that i had to teach mm -hmm. right Dang. and then i had a sixth period which was my prep period Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So five classes, <clears throat> one prep. That means that in those 54 minutes, right, mm -hmm. I have to do everything for these five classes. Yeah, okay. So that gives you 10 minutes per class, right, mm -hmm. which is impossible. Yeah. You can't do it. So when you're first starting out teaching, what winds up happening is most first-year teachers wind up bringing homework, and they, you know, like, I remember, like, working till like, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock every day. Oh, you know, like, like every day, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, don't scare them away from teaching. Part. Don't scare them. No, it's okay. I, I've known some teachers that what? they were talking to me with, like when they first started, they stayed on campus just in their classroom mm -hmm. until like nighttime yeah. prepping for like the next day. Yeah. And then, so that's what my other project has been about is like, cause it doesn't have to be like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like there's places like Singapore where their teachers have, they're given 15 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We're given less than five. They're given 15 hours to do all that stuff and they work with a partner, right? Oh, Even okay. in Finland, they do that too, right? They, they go like, all right, everybody works with a partner. Everything's really cooperative, right? Yeah. And then that really helps you out because now it's not just you having to come up with everything. It's you and your partner, right? Yeah. So the amount of work because gets cut in half. Yeah. And that allows you to be a better teacher because now you can focus more time on your students rather than on... When am I going to have to teach this week? When am I going to have to teach next week? Yeah. When am I going to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And where you're always like in panic mode, like, ah, ah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, even like an IB, they would have like, they would already, like even when their experience, they would have like a whole schedule listed out for us, which then that would get delayed by another like month because of like other outside circumstances that was like unseen that happened. Yeah, unseen, unseen circumstances. <laughs> I know. Why don't, why don't you tell uh, us about uh, your IB uh, experience? I think I think we uh, we got a little derailed Mr. here. Um, we, got a little, we, got, we got we got a little derailed here, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Jaren wants to become a teacher, and uh, if anyone else wants to become a teacher, that was some pretty good advice, you know. Mm -hmm. A little off the rails there. There's a little off the rails there. Well, we it's because like it's something that I did yeah, for eleven years. Really and I'm like, ah, I got it now. Like I feel like I, I should tell you that. This is the thing. It's like I always feel like I got to tell people the truth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even when I was a teacher, you guys had me, right? Like yeah. I would tell you things that other teachers wouldn't tell you because I'm like, <laughs> you need, like, you need, like, there's oh, like, you, you told who he shall not be named a lot of things. Yeah, because he needed a hero, <laughs> right? You know. And, <laughs> he, oh, um, yeah. I'll so the <laughs> cover your mouth. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like <laughs> I really believe in that of like people need to know the truth. Yeah. And you need to be free to speak the truth because that's Ooh. the only way 
good things can happen. I agree with that. And, you know, some some people try to silence me to speaking my truth. But, you know, th- things happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but, yeah. that That's that. So, before we got we got into that, we I wanted to say that this episode is special. Obviously, our 10th episode special. Should we eat cake? Yeah. I mean, let's eat, let's eat some cake. Let, let's do that. But I was saying there's one special thing about this episode that we're going to do. Is that... Jared here is going to teach Mr. Kors how to dance. And if, if you guys are from our school, I think you're going to know this dance. It's like <laughs> the legendary dance that was performed in front of everyone by three people. <gasps> wait. <laughs> wait! I don't do know you, if I'm going to learn that. Wait, wait, do you mean the... um Oh my gosh. All right, so stay tuned for that. Before we get yeah. into... We might do that in like... Yeah, on the side. <laughs> no, the, I'm a terrible well, dancer. Well, this is why people are watching, you know. Uh-huh. We want to see that. <laughs> okay, before we get into all that, though, more low top of the show things before we get into the main topic of this week, um, which will be a little shorter since we want to get that dance video in. Um, okay. We, I, I, so I've been going to the gym, and as you guys know, I, as I talk about five to six times a week, and as you know, I've said on this podcast, I don't really have the perfect relationship with sleep. Or, um, that's for sure. <laughs> I have the perfect relationship with sleep or resting. I always do, 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 you know? I said do, do. Anyways, um, <laughs> I <laughs> side note, whenever <laughs> Mr. Flores rubs his head, I start dying because that's when you know, like, like you basically like disappointed him. <laughs> and I used to do that. Me and who she shall not be named did that all the time in this club where he the point he'd rub his face like this. Like, it was so good. Like every day. <laughs> it was so funny. Anyways. So yeah, I always do do do. I, I always have to like keep going on. So at the gym I, I was doing workout and stuff. And I was doing uh I think um something for the shoulders you raise. And then I was doing back at the same time and I pulled on the machine for the back. And my arm started hurting, my tricep. And I was like, oh, I think that should be fine. I had two more. Started hurting more. I'm like, I'm going to stop this. <laughs> and then I flexed it. And then it twitched and it spasmed. I was like, I probably shouldn't work out. <laughs> so I'm kind of being forced to rest right now, which I hate. I hate being forced to rest. I think that's my pet peeve. I don't like being forced to rest. I like being, you know, being able to do what I want to well, do. Well, you know, nobody's stopping you from doing sit-ups. Oh, that's true. I mean, I'm doing cardio. <laughs> I'm doing cardio, though. That's the thing, though. I'm doing cardio. But, oh, like, cut, I want to do my... Cut to do one my... week later. Oh, my god, eating an entire cake by himself. Yeah. Like, it's a rest day. No. Yeah. Hey, that's you who shall not be named. That man's been bulking for years. <laughs> I'm just going to bulk. You who shall not be named. We love you. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe not him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm doing, doing cardio and stuff, which is, like, normal. I like doing cardio. But, like, I want to get back into my normal routine already. It's only been two, three days, though. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of being, well, like, two, three days of not doing it. It's, like, uh, it's eating me away, you know? Yeah, I, I've definitely felt that. You probably feel that with dancing, right? Yeah, well, yeah, when I left my dance team in, like, December, I was, like, really sad. Like, I wanted to keep going back. Then over time, I was like, okay, I don't mind not being there. But it took a long time, like a couple months. Yeah. But then I don't mind like dancing because I still had um, school, the dance team over there. So then I was still fine over there. And I always danced at home as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to um, put some dancing videos up here since in the video version of you dancing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. You're good. I, I thought you did a great job, man. Yeah. You're yeah. Really, honestly, let's talk about that. How did you get into dancing and all that? Like, yeah. tell us about it. Okay. So. 
my friend or our friend Jen Scene in seventh, in seventh grade, she was just like, she was already a dancer and she was just like, hey Jared, you should join this dance team. Or she posted on her Instagram, and then I showed it to my other friend. We like, oh, you want to just go for fun? Because this was an audition for a whole dance team. We didn't know that they would just take anyone. Mm-hmm. So after we auditioned, they said. You're in. We're like, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't so, supposed yeah. to happen. So then it just <laughs> happened from there. And then I would go to dance like every week until like ever since like high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very cool. I think yeah. He kept getting upgraded and upgraded into better, better teams. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, man. So that's... what What keeps you driving to keep dancing and stuff? I don't I don't know. I said maybe because I've never found sports fun. Like I've always played sports and basketball and stuff. Like I always played but I never found them like serious as I l- enjoy dance. Yeah. Maybe because mm. I like I love listening to music and then like just moving to the music makes it better. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. It was just always <laughs> something like that caught my eye. Okay. The reason why I joined too, because I thought I would get a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the reason most men do most things. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Did you did you get a girlfriend? No. Oh. Did anyone else get a girlfriend or boyfriend? No. Okay, no, okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a you thing then, yeah. you know? It's not a you thing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that actually segues way into this, the, the small segment of today's podcast, which, you know, I, I, I was a little, a little combative of like um, saying this last week. I, I was talking to Mr. Flores a bit about it, about how open I want to be on here. But, you know, I think, I think I'm ready to be pretty open after like, you know, a week of like hearing people talk about it, people enjoying it. So this week with our guest Jared, which is unplanned, I promise this was unplanned. We, I, I chose the topic before I invited our guest here. The topic are relationships. Is in relationships. Yeah, correct I, grammar. Okay, but okay, didn't we talk about this last week though? I wanted to be on record. We talked about this last week too, right? Relationships? A little bit. I think so. I mentioned that we want to talk about this. So yeah. relationships specifically, because we did a relationships one already, but it was more platonic and just relationships in general. Yeah. We're talking about romantic oh, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> romantic relationships. Well, it's like I got nothing to say to that because I have never felt that. No. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a lot to explore there, right? There's a yeah. lot. To, so we got stories, you know. I don't know where we want to begin. I mean, let, let's let's all begin with our um, our thoughts on romantic relationships. You as uh, we'll do as teens first, and then we'll go to the old man over here. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you could go first. No, you can. No, the guest always starts. Okay. So your thoughts, just your general thoughts, like okay. honest opinion. Okay, for me, in relationships, I like only look for the more romantic side. I don't like want to like go. I don't look into the future. I just want to like see in the present now and like see like who they are as a person. And then I want to get to know them. Like if I'm dating someone, they have to be my friend first. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah. It's like, I want to be friends with them first and develop a good relationship with them, like a good friendship and then get to know them more to another level if I want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Generally I agree with um, Jared said, I feel like I would love to have that foundation first. And so you always want that stability. I've had a very unstable life most of my life. So I think um, with relationships, I kind of want a stability there. And I feel like that's why sometimes I I tend to look a little bit in the future, but I try not to at the same time because, you know, you got to live in the moment. But I I feel like the the sense of stability and that foundation is needed for me because I feel like I want to be a little, I have a stable relationship if I'm going to be with someone romantically, you know, you want that stability. You don't want to high highs or low lows like people have and um as you, we've seen uh, <laughs> yes um yes but um yeah i don't I, I never like that i don't really like the drama aspect of it i've had enough drama in my personal life not my social life 
but I don't want any more drama in my social life because I already have a lot in my personal life that just is uncontrollable, you know? So I want that stability and that, that sense of friendship. It's like, mm. you know, I want my, my, my um, if I were to get a girlfriend, I'd like, you know, a girlfriend also has to be my friend first, you know? That, that's how the way I look at it. So kind of similar to Jared. Okay. And now you as the old old man James. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't know how much, uh, like, I guess culturally has changed between like the generations a lot but like for me when i hear that the the f word friend like it sets off all oh, sorts of triggers in my friend head zone? yeah like friend zone's friend not zone. real oh is it i've <laughs> i've experienced i, it. I don't like, think it's like as extreme as media or p- people think of i it, thought you know? it, i thought it was pretty serious like so serious. in my own like personal <laughs> experiences with like the friendships i've tried that like i tried that a lot especially when i was younger and when i was in uh in like late high school Mm -hmm. or early college times i tried like befriending people and then trying to get into relationships with them yeah but it just never worked out Mm. right like just never did Mm -hmm. and um i think part of that was uh a lot of it was had to do with me right as a person Right, were like, you whack? I didn't understand. Yeah, oh, you were you were like an Andrew Tate supporter, a little bit, like not not a lot. Like <laughs> okay, yeah, you read that like, book. But that's before you read that. Yeah, book, I did though. read that book, right? And it was just because <laughs> I don't even lonely. know how I came across that. You were book. sad and lonely. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, I definitely was. Yeah. So my, you know, I didn't really start seriously dating people until college. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> and in high school, like I was like basically invisible to everybody. Right. Yeah. And a lot of that had to do with like the own issues that I had in my own life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I had like a really low self-esteem. You know, my parents were divorced. My yeah. dad yeah. never gave me any kind of guidance. So I didn't know what it meant to be like a man mm-hmm. or what it meant to be responsible or what it meant to be somebody of high quality. Right. Yeah. And but that's the trick that you need to get into a really good relationship. Someone worth being someone worth having. We've yeah. established that. And if yeah. you don't ever have like any like instances of that in your own life mm-hmm. where you've never seen another man like like in your life that acted appropriately, that you know, got what he wanted, that was confident, that you know, at the same time wasn't an, a jerk to people, yeah. right? Um and that's something that I, I confused a lot when I was a, in in high school when I was really young. Is I used to like go like I'm a really nice guy, right? Like I deserve love. I deserve like nice guys you know, finish last. Yeah, and then I would see like all these guys that I would perceive as like a holes. <laughs> yeah, and I'd go like, why do they always get the girls? Why do I like? And I was always, <laughs> yeah, I always felt like 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 what is going on? And yeah, I didn't understand. Vibes. But here's here here's one way of putting it. Right, is you got to put yourself in like a girl's perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dangerous territory. Like, yeah, I know. But and this isn't going to be true for all women. Yes, but we're this not is generalizing true here. For a, like, like a great percentage. We're of generalizing. Them, right? We're not saying this right. is you. So don't cancel uh, us. I know, right? So in general, mm-hmm. like Keyword a general. woman is 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 smaller than a man, right? Yeah. So uh, if you think about it biologically. All right. Go back like a hun- like 500 years, 600 years where most people were living in like small tribes. Right. Like a woman wants somebody that is big and strong and scary enough scary. to scare away oh. all the bad people. Yeah. But they also want somebody who's compassionate enough 
to take care of them. Yeah. Right. And a lot of the times young girls don't know where that line is. Mm -hmm. So they skew in the, in the, into the realm of like more danger than safety, compassion. Mm -hmm. Right. So young girls like will do that a lot. They'll date like the jockey guys that don't really seem to care about them or that don't like, and, and, you know, because they're trying to figure out where that line is, right? Because they're 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 people too. They're trying to figure things out too. Yeah. Right. And and so uh, they they do those, and then they see like, oh, this isn't what I like. And then they get older, and then they make different decisions, and then they fine tune what it's they a process. Need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what that means for you <clears throat> as a guy, for you as a guy, that means that you need to be the type of person that can be dangerous. Right, you gotta be bad boys, but at the same time, can also be compassionate. Mm-hmm. So you're saying I should get a motorcycle, a metal jacket, and all that stuff. And metal jacket, leather jacket, and go hitchhiking and stuff. And you forgot the compassion and part. Be compassionate. And be really good at poetry. What? <laughs> right? I mean, I'll be like, like I, I, no, I, like literally, I, like that's like that's the other part of it that you need because like you can't just be poetry? all danger. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? Like, cause then, like, the girl's gonna go like, "Oh, this guy might be dangerous enough to hurt me." Yeah. Right. I don't want that. But you need somebody like that's gonna be like just the right amount of dangerous, but can also like knows how to control it. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, like, I'm trying to like figure out like a like another, cause this has been known for a while. It's just people don't like don't really Sorry. know how to Stop interpret my- things. Right. Like. Uh, okay. Now I'll leave that out because I don't want to bring in like, like religion and stuff. Yeah, keep it keep it short. Yeah, yeah. I got I got another question for you. Okay, all right. I think that's a good place to start. So friend, friend is too much compassion, mm. not enough danger. Mm, so that's my point. Oh, so you're saying being yeah, risky, so yeah. be a little risky, you know? Yeah, you gotta be a little bit risky, a little bit mysterious, just a little <laughs> bit, right? <laughs> Like, I understand with the mysterious part. Right, but yeah. But you don't want to be like... Too much. You know, yeah, yeah, but young girls get confused. That's why you see them go off with jerks. Mm-hmm. Because like in reality, a jerk can't... like In 500 years ago, a jerk wouldn't be able to survive. Other people would just get tired of him and they would just gang up on him and kill him. Even what? if he was physically much stronger. Right? Yeah. Right. So, uh, so we live in a society where like you can be pretty dumb and make a lot of bad decisions and you could still be alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And then girls get confused by that. Cause they're like, well, this guy's surviving yeah, and he looks so dangerous. He may not right? be thriving. Though. Yeah. But he's like, he's definitely not thriving. Yeah. Right. And that's the, that's the lesson that girls have to learn with time. Right. But they need experiences to learn it. Just yeah. like you need experiences to learn anything else. Like if you were trying to learn a new dance move, what do you do? You have to go try it. Yeah. You're probably not going to be successful the first time. And you time, don't give up, you know? Or the fourth time or the fifth time. You don't get right? discouraged. Yeah, but there's going to be a time where you're like, hit it, and then you might do it wrong. and then But then with time, you start hitting it more and more yeah. and more mm-hmm. often, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't want to get yeah. discouraged, you know? You got to learn from every experience. It's yeah. all about balance and stuff. Yeah. So what's the next question? So the next question is, we'll go down the line. Um, so relationship stories. you have any quick story about a past relationship? But you're married men now, of course. You yeah, have an, a I have story, lots of and then we'll we'll comment. <laughs> you could choose choose one, and we'll all go down the line. You know, you, whoa! 
A fork? I almost just stabbed Jared with a fork. My bad. Jesus. Um, That's attempted murder, Jared. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh. We'll, we'll get into what that might mean later. Oh, yeah. God. No. <laughs> yes. Okay, go on. Okay. Any quick relationship stories you want to say? A little story? Yeah. Some so, cake. It's pretty good. Uh, one of the things that I learned with time was that my state of mind determined the type of girls I was attracted to, mm-hmm. right? So what are the, I was kind of dumb and didn't understand relationships and didn't understand anything, right? And uh, so what I found really attractive were like kind of dangerous girls or dangerous <laughs> looking girls, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was into like goth girls. Or I was into like girls that were like, that had something wrong with them. Like what? <laughs> like what? So I was dating this one girl. Uh, I'm not going to say her name because yeah, don't you know, say names. Don't like, say names on this one. Yeah. But, uh, I was dating this one girl in college and she, she was just like, just that she was kind of like a broken girl. Mm-hmm. I could tell when I talked She's to her, she broken. had kind of like a, like a baby voice. Mm-hmm. Be careful with baby voices. Cause <laughs> that means something. Oh, um, I know that. Yeah. And then, so she had like, you know, and she would like, like make weird comments and like, she what? like, give us a weird comment. Really strong. Right. Um, like, here's one thing that happened. Uh, one day I went to go to her, like she was living in like, uh, like a little secondary unit in the back of a house. You went to her pad. Yeah. I went to her pad. Right. And then I <laughs> was leaving, but I had locked my keys in my car. Ooh. So that's call like, you know, the, the AAA people or whatever, yeah, yeah. but I didn't have AAA. So we just called like some other company and they're going to charge me like on the phone. They're like, yeah, this is going to cost like $150 to open up your car. I was like, what? With inflation, that's around $500 Yeah, now. it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a college student. I make like, you know, $500 a week, you know, or yeah. no, like every two weeks or something. Mm-hmm. I like, that's like half my paycheck right there. Right. And then so, you know, we're standing out waiting in front and, you know, I was hugging her from behind or whatever. And then like the, the truck starts to come by and then all of a sudden she just like pushes me, pushes off of me and goes like, don't just stay there. Don't, don't do anything. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then, <laughs> so the guy, the driver comes out, she goes to greet the driver and then she starts flirting with the guy oh, hard. That's crazy. right in front of me. Oh. And I was just like, I, I didn't know what to do in that moment. I was just kind of like so shocked and caught off guard by everything, you know? And I was just sad. I just, stood there and then like watching this happen and then you know the guy opens up the car and then you know she pays him you know and then she comes back to me afterwards after he leaves and goes i got it for 75 oh <laughs> okay well okay that took a turn yeah <laughs> but like that yeah that was like a really like weird experience that, that i had yeah. never had right and then I started, you know, the more I started dating her, like the more I started doing, like started thinking like she does this all the time, right? Like mm. she just like flirts with guys, gets what she wants, takes off, flirts with guys. And I was like, and I, and I was like, never sure. Like is she doing this to me yeah. like with something like start what overthinking. Is, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what is going on? You know? And you know, eventually like that relationship kind of fell apart, but yeah, that's, uh, that's a that's oh. one quick story. Okay, I have a quick story. It's a little embarrassing story. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it embarrassing. So I'm not gonna say when this was or who, uh, names, obviously, since I'm still kind of connected to all that. Um, so I had like a little a little crush on uh, a well known person. I, I, uh, let me rephrase this. I liked this girl. Um, 
I, I What's just, her name? I'm not saying their name or I'm saying they're great. I just like this girl. She she basically knew I liked her. And then I think everyone everyone at this time knew that I liked this person. It was kind of obvious. We are like talking, you know, like, you know, in that talking stage, you know. So it was like one of the last days of school or something. And, you know, I, I, I wanted to like, you know, give someone like a little like a little note, you know. I was still young. I was a little. This, it's really Do you cringe. like me? Yes or no? No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was just saying, no, thank you for being a good friend this year. And then blah blah blah, and blah blah blah, some other random garbage. I I think I blocked out purposely because of how cringe it went. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna give this girl the letter. I'll tell you who the girl was after. Okay. Um, I I gave this girl the letter. Um, you know, giving a letter it's fine. Just letter. But the the thing is, um, I folded up this letter into like a little thing. <laughs> I, I caught the girl out after school. Like, I knew, like, she hung out in the same place. Because you know, we talked there. And I, um, I had the note, right? This is the last day of school. I threw it at her. You, at Rad. You threw it? I threw it at her and Rad. <laughs> I th- Are you five? No, 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 no. I'm not. This, this is not any time recently, obviously. But I threw it at her. Did it at, hurt? Did it hit her? I don't know. I said, I said, I was like. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, I gotta go. I give it. I was talking to her, right? I was like, oh, my rights here, gotta go. And I, I like threw it at her. And like, I, I, I ran. So, you know, like where the basketball <laughs> courts are? Yes. I ran down that way. <laughs> I, oh, it was so cringe. <laughs> and I was like, that is so bad. That is, isn't that bad? Yes. That is so bad. And yeah, because she probably picked it up after. And read it, it. it hit the floor. It like, yeah. It was so embarrassing. Like, I thought I was like, oh, so cool. But ooh, I look back on that, and that is one of my most embarrassing moments ever. I don't know if this girl even remembers being her, or, like, cool. I don't know if she remembers. It's, um, it was a... Mm. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I, I have not asked her about it. Maybe I, I will. I caught this. that, by the way. I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'm I'll kidding. Edit it. I'll edit it out. It's fine. So um, how did the conversation go? Did you just... Go up to her and threw it. So at her? we were just taught. I don't know. This is like a long time ago, like a long, long time ago, obviously. Uh-huh. So I, I just was talking to her like normally. I was like a ner- this is before like I was like comfortable with myself and like around other people. So I was like like a little awkward still, you know. I was young, and I I was just talking about like like small talk, and I was like, oh, I gotta go, like I gotta go. So I reached out my pocket, <laughs> tossed it at her, threw it at her, and I was like, um, and then I ran away. I ran away to my ride, which was just across the street to, like, the CVS when I was there. <laughs> Did she ever bring it up to you after? Shh, I don't remember. I think she might have, but I don't 100% remember. Say, Jason, remember when you almost poked my eye out with that card? So the thing is... <laughs> what um, did you fold it into? I just... It was a regular piece of paper, and I just folded it as small as I could. <laughs> I thought you made it into, like, origami. No, like, I fold. I just threw a like little square. a heart or no, something? Or... No, I just threw it at her. And then I, I met my friend at... C- I, I ran into a friend at CVS. It was um the friend we went to the pool house with. Oh, uh-huh. I, I saw her there, and I was like... I, I wanted to... Because I, I, I was realizing, like, what if she didn't pick it up? <laughs> so I was like... I, I was hanging out with that friend. I was like, oh, I think I dropped my debit card at <laughs> school. So... I'm going to go see if it's there. And I walked all the way back. And the paper wasn't there. And the girl wasn't there. So I was like, oh, I assume she got it. But yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that, was, that was one of my most embarrassing little Wait, funny Wait, did the moments. note have her name on it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's clear who it was to. It was so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> this is like, 
I can oh. imagine that happening. I know. I, I see it perfectly clearly. It's, it's so embarrassing. Like, I hate yeah, it. It reminds me of, like, you know. Like those shows. When I used to like girls in elementary school and I'd kick them. <laughs> <laughs> this, is not any, this is not any time recently. Not in the past, like, years, uh. dude. It was, that's my most person. And with the person, too, like I told you. It's, yeah. You could see it. Yeah. That was a different time. Yeah. So that, that's my little story. I could have gone to, like, deeper South things. Well, let's keep it lighthearted light right now. But, oh, well. Your turn. Um. Okay. I've I've never actually talked to anyone throughout middle school or high school except for this year. Okay. This year it was it was a it was a fun time, you know. Yeah, but, it was um, fun time. Okay, let's keep this lighthearted. What's a no, good? No, it's fine if it's not lighthearted. No, you know? no, no, I don't want to bring it. I don't want to. <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying it's fine if it's not. Obviously, you know, hmm. we have a, a generational divide here. Yeah. Helps. Mm-hmm. And we've had deep episodes already. We actually yeah, had had sure, yeah, yeah we've had so. really heavy episodes. I almost cried one time here. So. Like, which, what story should I talk about? About Okay, okay. I, I have one. So, this was after... Actually, this is going to make it so obvious if she listens to this. Who cares? Who okay. cares, man? This was like an everyday thing that I would look forward to every single day. It was... It was always be my fifth period when I had office aid. I would always go around passing out papers. And then at the end of the class, I would stay in the office purposely... Just for, um, I would stay in there for three minutes because it was like seven minute passing period. Mm-hmm. So she would, she was in the building above, uh, in the L building. So okay. then, um, I would be in the office and then I would wait a couple minutes and then I would leave. So then we, when she was going down the stairs, I would go up the stairs <laughs> and we would say hi every time. Just, that was it. That was just a, light, a little high. But I was like, every day I was like, oh my God. I'm so scared to say hi. <laughs> yeah, every single time. Every, every single, single time, I was scared to say hi. Never got easier. <laughs> no, it didn't. Like there was times when we did, when I did say hi, and I see her like put up her hand, and I didn't look, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh. this is so embarrassing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. that's a very embarrassing story. Like, <laughs> yeah. She, but she, with time, like you start to see that, like, oh, there's a lot of reasons why people don't say hi. Like, yeah. you know, they might be in their own head. They might mm-hmm. have taken a test, or they might be focusing on take about to take mm-hmm. a test, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I've definitely done that, like going hi, and then in a crowd of people, and then they don't see <laughs> yeah. me, and I'm just yeah. like. The thing is that me and her made eye contact. That when I was walking up the stairs, I looked at her, and I looked away, and I saw her like. <laughs> oh, oh, why? oh my! Why? why did you say hi back? Dude, because I got scared. Why did you get scared? She's not gonna attack you. Yeah, the nerves. I don't know. Girls are scary. Yeah. I mean, when you're when you're feeling that way, yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's like you just gotta. You just Especially gotta do this it. one. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I get it. I totally yeah, get it. It's man. understandable. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. We just like to, you know, mess with you. Yeah. yeah. I think that was a lot of of me too in high school. Like just being so scared that you just get frozen in front of them. Yeah. I th- I think that was more me in like freshman sophomore year. Yeah. They don't even know what to do. Yeah. And like the, time, obviously the throwing the. Ugh, yeah. That's so embarrassing. One time I asked a girl in high school, like. I, I literally had, like, zero conversations with her. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, just high. And then in class one day, <laughs> this is kind of, like, along the same lines. I just asked her, like, once, like, what do you, uh, like, when's your birthday? And she told me. I was like, oh, it's coming up. I was like, is there anything you want for your birthday? And she's like, I like balloons. I was like, okay. Mom, so then I just, like, went to the store with my mom and bought, like, a ton of balloons. Oh, how many? Too much? <laughs> yeah, it was, like, 12 balloons or something. My it was goodness. a lot. 
And then I just showed up and I gave it to her and I just walked away. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't even stay to talk or anything. Because those nerves, yeah, right? I'm yeah. still like, I'm getting sweaty thinking about it. Like, yeah, me too. I'm, yeah. I'm, like thinking about, I'm thinking about different stories right now. I was like, and then I don't even think I ever talked to her again for the rest of my high school experience. I was just like, all right. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go kill myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm just going to say this. I'm, we're, we're, we're all grown up now. I, I had like a little, like a little thing in um, like middle school. Middle school things don't like really matter. So um, my, a lot of my friends made fun of me for this. But, you know, we're here to have some fun. Embrace the memes. So I had like a little girlfriend or thing. So whatever a middle school thing. <laughs> yeah, he knows what it is. A girlfriend or thing. <laughs> Shut the hell up, man. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know what? She, I was talking to this girl in middle school or whatever. And, you know, she, it was pretty good. Like, we were whatever, like middle school things. And she broke up with me. And then um, find out later the reason why she broke up with me. Is it your bud, bad mustache? I didn't have a mustache bad then. <laughs> no, you know who has a worse mustache than this? He was to not be named. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyways so she broke up with me i was like you know i was sad about it um but then um she she turned um nothing wrong with us obviously but like you know she turned lesbian okay so like all my friends was like oh you're the one who was turned her lesbian. right after she did you yes that that's that's exactly why <laughs> that's why everyone made fun of me like years I was I, one of them. he was one of them who made fun of me for years Jason, maker of lesbians. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so, like, when everyone, like, when I was, like, growing up, like, I was like, oh, wait, what if she turns out gay or lesbian? I'm like, dude, stop. Don't say that. Like, what if it is something wrong with you? But no, I, I talked to this girl before, and, like, she was like, no, it wasn't because of you. It was, like, it was just, like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, you can't. You can't make someone. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Something no, I talked to her. Like I was that, like, yeah. I was like, did I do something wrong? I was like all paranoid because like the previous boyfriend kind of like was jacked up, like screwed up, screwed up. But like she was like, no, you treated me well. She was like, yeah, of all of all the boyfriends I've had, you were the best one. But I'm into like she's into girls now, so I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm mean, I'll that. take that title. You know? I'll take that title. So you know, that, that was another funny moment. Um, yeah, we should put that like. <laughs> I'm not putting that as the teaser. <laughs> that is not the teaser. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, Jason, it's not. the best boyfriend a lesbian has Stop. ever had. <laughs> that is not. That's the title I'm gonna be mad. That not be the title. Right, you oh have any more God. stories? No. No. Oh okay, well, let's get into let's get into the one more song. You have any somber stories? Somber stories, sad stories. Yeah. About yeah, uh, no, cake. I, not. not somber i have like a lot of sad stories when i look back at my at my just life in general and my life in general or any, yeah. any relationship stories that are like not as lighthearted, but you know oh like here. man i have so many stories like <laughs> one time um in college you know i had just gotten done reading that book oh <laughs> the Andrew was like, Tate book? yeah no, no uh, it wasn't yeah it's was similar <laughs> he's reformed now guys he's yeah. reformed. uh no it's this guy uh neil strauss wrote the book um, but yeah. And so I was actually seeing like, like I was getting like a lot of dates and stuff with, with girls at the time. Right. Yeah. And, um, and it was ladies, starting to be, get like pretty natural to me. And then natural my, I needed to move yeah, out. Res? Yeah. You know what Riz is? <laughs> okay. We got to teach him Riz. Generational. Okay. So yeah. you can explain Riz. He actually is the no. one who taught me Riz. Okay. No, no. Okay. Riz. Riz. It's like a, it's like a little TikTok joke people do, right? Okay. It's just like their own way of getting girls to come to them, you know? 
Ah, uh, okay, it's like I game. See. It's kind of like game. So it's like yeah, there's game, Riz, yeah. unspoken Riz, spoken Riz. So oh, I so see. remember that one time in class, I was I looked at you and I I, I just did this, and you came to me and I started laughing. That's Riz because they're like, damn, like I got him to come over here. I got her to come over here without even having to saying anything. Yeah, that's, that's the you know what's what's hilarious is what? all those things just talked about right now we're in that book really? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like been digitized and renamed yeah so it's like, just repackaged so like everyone stuff, has their own unspoken words like do your unspoken words no, right yeah. so my, 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 i was like i was like you you look at them and you're like like that, that's <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay but that, that's like an example of one my friend um kiki she, there's she something really to that words. there's something to like the comp like if you do it confidently the confidence yeah. and the mysteriousness you know yeah yeah, I've totally done that. I could, you know, I was at a bar once with a bunch of friends, and one one of my friends had like this, this uh, oh, cute sorry. girl that that I just really like. I was just like looking, at her, I'm like, wow, she's really cute. Yeah. And so you did some raise on her. Yeah, I did. Like, I just like, <laughs> okay. you know, because I I kind of you kind of have to set it up. You can't just like do that, right? Yeah. So there's it was like a mix of people, you know, some guys, some girls. So I took all the guys and I just started telling them stories. Yeah. So I'm. You know, I can like capture people's attention through, through talking to them. So mm -hmm. I got them and I got them laughing. I got them all that. And I just sat down and I looked over to her and I just like smacked my leg. No! <laughs> that is crazy. And she just came and sat and like, you know, it was a good time. <laughs> that, that is unspoken. You're just like. Yeah, crazy. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all. It's amazing. Like, it's still the same stuff. I guess it's just been, like, repackaged. Okay, so... Uh, what? This is mine. <laughs> what? Video games. That's your video, video game. game. <laughs> so, I actually have a story. Uh, a recent story, actually. So, I was at Target with some friends. Or, like, I don't know. I think it was the mall somewhere. And, like, I, saw, I made eye contact with this one girl. Like, she was in a, a group of, of friends. I made eye contact with this one girl. And, obviously, it's like, oh, it's just eye contact. So, I looked away. And I caught her staring at me again. I was like staring. And then she was walking behind me. And I looked back and she she did the thing that Kiki did. That Riz. Oh, oh yeah. She, I know you're she, about. she like she like looked at me, looked me up and down and smiled and like like walked away. I was like, I I I regret not trying to talk to her. I, I, I was kind of like shook. I was like, because in those situations, you're always like, yeah, I'll talk to them. But when that actually happened, I was like. I, I just did. Yeah, it. you get hit. Yeah. I, 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 I wasn't expecting that to happen, especially to yeah. me. Like, that, like I haven't told the story yet. Like, she literally did what um my Kimberly did. It's like, like that little smile and smirk when, like, you know, you see in shows. Okay. It's like when you walk away and then you both look back and then it's like she's like, you know, okay. And I was like, what? And I was like, she she was hanging around still, but then I I didn't go up to her a little skirt. <laughs> I kind of regret it not doing that. I I really should have. But you know what? Live and learn. Next next time I'll be ready, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, you know? Because, you know, it's in public. You don't know their age. You don't know how they are. It's just like, you know. Especially you're 18. Yeah, but yeah, how I'm much 18. of that is you making excuses? <laughs> yeah, yourself, you know, that, right? that's true, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, it's a little, it's scary, you know? It is scary, yeah. yeah. I, I was li literally unprepared for that. Like, <laughs> all right, but, um, yeah. But it's, it's interesting to see, like, that that stuff's still around, you know, it's just being called, you know, something different. And, uh, yeah, like, like there, I have, a, I have, man, I have a lot of like, like little stories like that. But I think one of the things that I learned was like when you're young and you're in high school or you're even when you're in college, yeah. everybody's still trying to like figure it out. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Trying to learn. And, 
and the problem is, is that we're, we're constantly trying to figure out other people, but not right? Ourselves. But not ourselves. Yeah. Like, like, and I found that if you focus more on yourself, other people find that attractive, mm, yeah. right? Like, like think about anyone that you find attractive or that you find like, like inspiring. Yeah. They're all people that do things. You ever yeah. notice that? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, it could be like somebody who dances really well. Somebody who plays basketball so really well. A somebody, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And parted <laughs> hair and, a large no, nose. Oh my God, stop. Large <laughs> nose. <laughs> but this is the, this is the, the thing about it all is, is, um, is when you do things and you focus on the doing of the things of getting better at things of mm-hmm. developing skills, that is attractive and that attracts other people. And that's when you <clears throat> get more of those rizzes, as you say, right? <laughs> Unspoken and then, rizz. Yeah. And then because you have done things, now you have confidence, right? Mm-hmm. And then that confidence is going to be the, the next step of you not getting scared when somebody gives you a look, but you of being able to like to approach them when yeah. they give you a look. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I should have, like, I, I regret not doing yeah. that. Yeah. That, that was me this I, summer. This summer, like, I, I never really worked on myself in high school. Like, I would always just show up literally in pajama pants, Crocs, mm-hmm. and a sweater. <laughs> but then once it hit summer... I started buying so many clothes, so many. And then I started like dressing out in public, like dressing like really like overdressed, like in the heat, like in like hundred degrees, I'm still wearing a long sleeve with um, like a sweater over. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, people might be looking at you concerned, you know, <laughs> this guy's going to burn like last, up. Last week, talking to I was at, oh, last week I was at a um, boba shop and, oh. oh, I didn't tell you this. I don't no, you I didn't. Um, after I was done ordering, she was like, Oh, also, I really like your outfit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then, yeah, and then she just, and then she gave me my order. And I was like, I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then I walked away, yeah. So, so a thing, too, like, well, on that thing, it's like, like, um, I feel like, you, uh, I, th- I think it's a, it's a, like the next level. Like, you need to, like, approach. You have to be, approach them, you know? It's like, I yeah. think that's a hard thing to do. Like, seeing someone in public as a whole stranger, I feel like that's a hard thing to do. Because, you know, I had, like, a little similar experience with, like, yeah. so, like another girl. Like, um, it's like, I can't expect them to, like, you know, do something. I just have to, like, try, you know? But, like, those little things, like, oh, you have nice hair. Like, uh, um, oh, I like the way, blah, blah, blah. Something. I feel like that's a good entry point, you know? Yeah, it could be. Uh, yeah. But also, I found, yeah, I found a lot of what worked for me when I was young was having a game plan. Right. You're a gamer. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Right. Of just like I just had like a plan of things to like even in that previous story. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, that girl's way too attractive to be with me. So I got to have a plan. And my plan is I'm going to use the guys. I'm going to entertain them. I know I can do that. And so I have some stories that I have memorized, some jokes. They're kind of long form and I can tell them and um and I got really good at telling them because I would say them all the time. Yeah. And then it just became like it was natural. Mm-hmm. Right. And then on the outside, it looks like, oh, this guy's so good on the spot just coming up with stories. But the reality is like, oh, that's like the 10th time I've told that story. Yeah. Oh, yeah right. Yeah. It's the 10th time I told mm-hmm. that joke. So I'm really good at it now. Right. And then and then the, the plan was just like, just do that. Get somebody on my side. Get people entertained. Right. Mm-hmm. And then... I can go and do 
the riz, as you guys say. The riz. Yeah. <laughs> I riz the mic. Sorry. Yeah, I, know. I riz the mic. Just riz Sorry. the mic. <laughs> and then you can go and do like whatever the, you can make your move. And then you got to have like a plan for like, what is it that you're going to say first? Yeah. Right. Like, what are you going to like? Are you going to throw out a compliment? Yes, are I you going to do like, uh, like, can you make it personalized? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm like, look, like, like you have a great smile. Right. And I want to know more about Aww. that yeah. or something like that. Like of like, or you can even make it more about their personality, which I think is the best, even if it's, especially if it's like honest, mm -hmm. right. Hey, I noticed you really uh, care about your friends. Like saw, and you know, talk about something like that you saw them do. Mm -hmm. Right. And if it's coming from an honest place, that really helps out a lot. Yeah. Right. And so it requires you to pay attention to, right. And not just to like their looks, but to their behaviors, because then what that does is it allows for me to feel like, oh, I'm being seen for, you know, who for like who I mm -hmm. am versus yeah. like just a pair of boobs or a nice butt or, you know, like yeah. or the girl with the nice hair or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I'm being seen as something more. More right? than like, yeah. Objects. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's like you're you're cueing them into like, hey, I noticed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's always good because yeah, no one likes to be objective. Right. And then the. When you want to go like even next level is like, well, how do you bring up like, you know, the first date, the second date? What do you do in those? How do you, how do you demonstrate? Number? Like, yeah, that's the first yeah. one. How do you get their number? Yeah. The, the number thing is like that's after you've done an introduction, after you've taught yeah. them up, after you've gotten the feel, you know, like of like they like you or they don't like you. Right. And and all of that. And then you go like, all right. Yeah. Hey, I had a lot of fun. Let's do this again. Right. Like mm -hmm. I really like find you interesting. I really find you. And it's more than just like, oh, just how they look or whatever. Yeah. Right. And it's built on that. And then but that also means that you have to do a lot of work on yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. In that, like you have to be confident in that you can that you have value of some kind. What is the thing that you can do that like 80 percent of men out there can't do? Everyone can can get a skill like that. Mm -hmm. Everyone ha can have a skill like that. Right. What's and, your skill? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> wow. I haven't even thought about it because I've been married for so long that I'm like, you know, jujitsu, kaizen. Yeah, I do know jujitsu, so I, uh, yeah, could not, not uh, Jared minus knows the kaizen. Uh, yeah, I've been doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu for 12 years. That helps give me confidence, you right? You put me in a headlock one time. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it again. Uh -huh. What? <laughs> and yeah, and and you know, like for me, like the confidence is now like I, you know, because I'm already, I don't have to worry about like do I have to attract another person? Well, yeah, so that, you have a wife yeah that part of me is like out there. Now it's more of like, uh, how can I live this stage of my life the best that I can? And in this stage of my life, I'm more about like, can I be the best dad that I possibly can be? Mm -hmm. Right. And what are all the qualities of that? Yeah. Right. And so like the, my priorities are way different than your priorities because mm -hmm. you guys are still like trying to get into yeah. that base level. Mm -hmm. But if I can help, I'm trying to, you know, but it really, you really got to focus on just get one skill down. Yes. Um, and I, you know, I'm, we're, we're a little longer episode because actually our batteries are lasting longer now. I know. Because I took it off 4K. But I you know, know. what? Since, let's embrace this longer episode. And since we're already here, we have a special guest, our 10 episode special. Let's get on to, I think, a part of relationships that a lot of people, myself included, have experienced. I think a lot of people have experienced. Moving on. Uh, that is yeah. a hard one. Like, okay, before we do, do that, let's take a quick little break and then we'll be right quick back. Quick break. Oh, wait, 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 
we quick break well so if you want to get some coffee or something yeah, yeah. we'll be right or back maybe take a tinkle uh, so um yeah so the question i had for you miss forrest which i actually have a little story with going along since it's okay. a little special i'm trying to be more open on here it's moving on Moving on is it could be a little toughy, you know. Mm-hmm. I think specifically for me, it's hard for me. It used to be hard for me to move on. I feel like I've gotten better at it to move on because I really, uh, I think um, people generally know me as someone who I make deep connections with. You know, I think you've seen that as well. Like I take my relationships with everyone, uh, friend, family, whatever, really seriously. I don't know. I, I make these deep connections with people. So mm-hmm. I remember like many years, a couple years ago, like I, you know, I like the girl. So. Like, we were just talking or whatever. We never, like, you know, did anything, like, like for real, for real. But, you know, I still had those feelings within me deep down. It's like, you know, like, um, I just, I'm, again, I'm that type of person not to, like, just leave someone. Or, like, you know, I'm still going to be there for them. So, I, I just realized, you know, I'm still trying to be their friend. And then, um, you know, you, you still like them. But, like, you know, I put those feelings aside. I just realized, man, I, I can't get over them, you know? It's like, it's like, no matter what I, like... I tried, I was like, I just can't get over him. And you know, I realized the only thing that was holding me back was me. Because at the end of the day, I feel like one of the things is that you have to be ready to move on if you want to move on. But, you know, I, I don't really know how to express in a certain way, like, the set reasons of how to move on. And with this sp- person specifically, you know, um, we just, we, she she did not treat me the best way, you know. Me and her are cool now, but we're not that close as, as we were before. But we, she, we didn't... Um, we just had a lot of drama, you know, like she, there was another guy involved as well. And then like some drama and then they were like, um, you know, an ultimatum was de- declared at some point, you know, okay, <laughs> not by me, by someone else. And it's like, you know, it's like, um, I just noticed that in, in this specific instance, I just always got like put into the, the back burner, like despite what I did or what, I, how I was like, I, I was never, um, I don't want to say rewarded, but I don't think I was being treated equally. You know, mm. I feel like I, I treated this person in better regard than they treated me in a regard, you know, and I feel like um, I kept coping with myself, like saying, no, we're, we're equals, you know, we're fine. Like everything's going to be fine. When in reality, you know, um, it wasn't, you know, I, I, I was still had feelings for this girl, despite, you know, we're not talking anymore. And um, I talked to multiple people about this, but eventually what made me like, be at peace with it. I think it's just a general thing I learned overall is that you have to be okay with just letting people go. You know, at the end of the day, you know me, I reach out to a lot of people. I, I put all my, my fruit in multiple baskets because that's just who I am, you know? Just why, why, why are you laughing? That's not what I meant. It's funny. <laughs> Anyways, I, I help a lot of people out. I reach out to a lot of people. And I think this, um, my, my last year, I learned how to just like, really like step back a little bit and let... Now, if people really want like to have a uh, a friendship or a relationship or anything with me, they they have to like it has to be a two way street, you know. They have to come to me if they have anything, you know. They have to reach out to me. I think it's just really hard for me. It was really hard for me just to like not try to fix everything, you know, not try to fix everything. Because I've talked to you about some stuff like er, last year as well. So I I remember I expressed I wanted to fix something. Mm-hmm. with this, some people but i was like but it's not my place to fix it because it's, right. they're yeah. the one who has the problem with me and that that was what what thing i had i was always trying to mend the relationship with this person like but i think in general for moving i just gotta learn to let go of just memories the past you know you just gotta move on but again i don't really know how to express that but right so, so yeah i mean you, well, you have anything you're gonna say or no um 
No? No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, because it's it was very vague. Thanks what for is? that. <laughs> Your whole comment right now. Me? Yeah. Because it's like, the, you know, I get it that you can't do like specifics or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, this is the thing is you can't control other people. Yeah. Right. You can't. And there's a lot of times in our lives. Right. And I, you know, I'm, I do that, too. And I, and I still catch myself doing it of like, oh, I want to control. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I wish I, like and a lot of the times it's for like the better good of somebody else. Right. Yeah. That's the way you see it as is like. And for you, it's a little bit different. It's like, you know, it might be for a friend or for somebody that you want to get into a relationship with. Like, oh, if only you would make these decisions, right? Things would be so much better. And I do it too now, but it's with like my son. You know, I go like, oh, if only you wouldn't like run by the table, you wouldn't break, bust your head open. You know what I mean? Like, and, but you can't, but one thing that I can't do as a parent, even as a parent, like I should catch myself and go like, I shouldn't tell them, hey, don't run by the table. Mm-hmm. The most that I can do is make him aware of like, hey, dude, notice where your head is and notice where the table is, right? Like, and and just be careful because if you get too close, you're going to... Hurt yourself. Yeah, you're going to bonk yourself. And so that's that's the, that's the most you can ever do with other people is make them aware. Now... In the end, they're going to make the decisions that they're going to make. And we have to be okay with that. And that's the hard part. Yeah, that's the hard part of like just, all right, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to think about what it is that's happening right now. And as I breathe out, I'm going to let that stuff go. Go. Right. How how do you, I guess the thing, like how do you move on or how do you let go of all that memories, all the the feelings you had or all that, you know, like how do you let go? Like what, in your opinion? Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, like I, I don't, I found that when I meditate, right. And so we did a meditation in class, yeah. right? Yeah. Multiple a couple of time, times. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like what people think. It's not like, you no, have to it's cross exactly your what legs people think. I crossed my legs. <laughs> I, 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 um, I put my hands together. I, I was like feeling like Dr. Strange. I was like, well, I started <laughs> levitating. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I just saw, I saw, I saw many different things that day. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, well, it's not that, but it's, I don't know. I, that's what, that was my experience. My third eye opened. It's literally just practicing, focusing on your breathing. And as thoughts come in, you there because thoughts are going to come in you can't stop thoughts yeah right it's like acknowledging like okay i'm having a thought right now and then i'm gonna take a deep breath in and then when i breathe out i'm just gonna let it go and focus on my breath mm-hmm. i'm just focusing on this right now on the actual movement of my chest up and down mm-hmm. or of my belly up, up and, and down, down right and just focus 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 right mm-hmm. and then if Another thought comes in, try not to fight it. Just go like, I hear you. Breathe in, breathe out. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the more you do that, the better you are at letting go because you're, you have to practice letting go if you want to let go. Right. Like, and that's true of anything else that you want to learn. Mm-hmm. You have to practice it. Letting go of feelings, that has to be a practice that you do every single day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because you're not going to let go of feelings if you're not good at it. If you can't, if you don't practice it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
um i yeah i agree with you um just to this one i'd come i found it to be like it's also a slippery slope like trying to let go because then you're you don't want to let go of everything like so fast you know like you know you gotta why huh why i mean like just i'm saying in general like mo like um like you know people aren't perfect right yeah as you know people aren't perfect so let's just say a friend named uh jeffrey and he like he just he flakes on me one time i'm like all right cutting him off but you know i feel like that's like you know yeah but that's not you letting go what's that that's you giving into your anger mm. so what's right that's you like letting your emotions control your actions mm. right whereas like letting go is more of a letting go of the, the actual emotion itself mm. right so in that case it wouldn't be like hey screw you it would be more like Okay, I'm feeling angry. I'm gonna let it go. And, you know, having some compassion helps too of going like, well, I don't know what's going on with Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe like his dog just died. <laughs> yeah. Right? Maybe, you know, he just broke his leg. Maybe yeah, he like there's like all these is. Yeah, I don't know what is going on with him because I'm not there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you gotta give them like the benefit of the doubt and just give them go like I'm just gonna let it's going to let go of that anger, that hate or whatever, mm-hmm. because I don't know all the facts. Yeah. Right. And if you, like if more people did that, especially online, <laughs> hey, online. yeah, I feel like there's a lot of hate and stuff online. Oh, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. A lot of Twitter. anger, a lot of like I know a friend that got banned on uh, like Valorant or something that got banned. God. Okay. Yeah, for, um, yeah, for speech or something. Yeah. So I think a lot of that is just like people allowing their emotions to take control of their mouth yeah right well that shouldn't be what's in control of your mouth you should be in control of your mouth right and your emotions are only a little part of you actually they're a pretty big part but it's not all of you Mm -hmm. yeah right there's also like the thinking part of you the compassionate part of you the part of you that can love right Mm -hmm. that's there too so you got to think about that whenever like you have that so when that's what i was saying like well why why shouldn't you just let go of things right Mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's certain feelings that you might want to hold on to memories all that like yeah even just love Mm -hmm. for somebody right Mm -hmm. and so in those cases you just have to like build up like this awareness Mm -hmm. all right and and again that's a practice are you aware of what you're feeling right now like, what emotion are you feeling right now? Like, you're asking right now? Yeah. Um, I'm just taking it in right now. Like, honestly, I'm going to be honest here. Like, uh, I'm just, like, thinking of, like, you know, past situations or stuff. And, like, if I'm feeling let go. I feel like knowing, for me, knowing how I let go, I just feel, I can feel, like, a little somber or sad or, like, a little angry. But at, at, in the, at the end of the day, I feel at peace with it. Like, the situation's done. Everything's just fine. Like, I, I, if I were to talk to this person, there's no animosity or any negative feelings towards it i just at peace you know right but why yeah so but maybe that's true right how do i feel right now yeah be honest like right now i mean right now i'm just like if i think about it then it's like oh i'm sad but like the same with jason like we're good friends now we're just like okay with each other and it's like because i never like had to like really let go or mm. like get over something because it's like i was never like, especially in, like, relationship, like, love interest. I was never in, I never really liked anyone until this past couple months. And then so, like, this whole summer, I've just been 
trying to let go, which I think I've almost done, almost gone over that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But even like those non relationships really have an effect on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that happened to me for sure. You know, I started like, <laughs> started carpooling with a girl in college and, um, yeah, like I didn't expect it, but all of a sudden I just started having like all these feelings towards her because we were having like spending all this time together and we were like conversing all the time and, you know, and she had like a, a boyfriend who lived in Las Vegas, you know, <laughs> that was never around and that would ha- hardly ever talk to her and stuff. So I started feeling like those emotions of yeah. jealousy and all that and, and all those strong emotions. And, you know, I... I let it get to the point where like my own emotions were becoming like destructive towards things, right. Yeah. Towards the relationship and towards all that. And, um, and that's not good. That's like a big regret that I still have even to this day of like, Oh yeah, I could have treated this person Better. with more compassion, mm-hmm. with more love, with more understanding. Yeah. Right. Because my expectations of them were not legitimate. Like, you know, like how, like she had been, with the same person since she was like a freshman in high school. Mm. Right. Yeah. And that person knew who f- her father who died while she was in high school. Yeah. Right. So it was like for her, it was like, I wanted her to get rid of that instantly to be with me. Yeah. But then it's like, that's such a selfish thought because unrealistic you know, as well. yeah. And unrealistic. And it's like this, because she has like this whole relationship with this person that she's tied to her father who's now passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's heartbreaking. And that's, and I feel horrible for, you know, even putting her in that type of situation, Yeah, you know, and I feel a lot of regret about that, but I use that as like a learning moment now of like, okay, I can't be in this selfish space. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I can't just think about what I want and my own needs and my own emotions and my own, you know, things that I want to get out of this person. Because this person isn't a device for my happiness. Mm -hmm. This person is also a person that has their own, you know, wants, needs, Mm -hmm. compassions, like all, all, like, you know, they're they're human, right? They're a whole human being as well, right? And that's the hard part, right? And that's the part that you have to remember when you want other people to act a certain way yeah right even if it is for their own good right they have like a whole history that led them to that point to making that decision yeah right and so we don't know the entirety of that history we may know parts of it but we will never know the whole thing yeah right mm-hmm. and so when you think of people in that way, I feel like it makes it easier to let go of those like feelings of like, Oh, but if only you would just make this decision instead of that decision. Right. Because it leaves you like, it leaves like that open space of like, well, I don't know. I don't know why you're acting this way. Mm -hmm. I don't know why there could be a reason that I just can't see somewhere that's in your history. Right. And it could be that you might not even know, why you're acting the way that you're acting right yeah um i think this goes well obviously it's on relationship i feel like this goes the same way with friendships too you know you want that um that sense of um what's the word not sense of understanding like Mm. trying to be open to it like you know i've fallen off with some a, a bit of people and um 
it, it sucks. Obviously, it makes me it makes me sad because you know I believe that a, a friendship breaking up or like you know not um not going as long as it not not, not surviving basically it falling apart it can hurt as much as like a real relationship. You know, I, I full heartedly believe that. And you know, um when I when I've gone through that like like someone like told me like hey, I'm sorry for the way I've been acting and I'm like you know what. Like, I wasn't, like, blah, 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 but all I said was, like, you know, like, what are you sorry for? Like, I, I'm trying to understand, like, not saying, oh, what are you sorry for? I'm just, like, you know, I'm trying to understand you, like, like, you know, I feel like, you know, I at least should deserve, like, oh, how come you acted toward me this way, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, huh? Oh. And then, um, you know, they explained they didn't know, or they didn't know, they didn't give me a clear reason. So I was, like, you know what, it's okay, you know, I understand, but it's, like, um, things change, obviously, but, because you, you can't. The actions have consequences, you know. But you know, I, I tried my best. Like we'd be cool. Then we're we're um, you know, like cool. Like not as close as we used to be. But like we weren't like they weren't uncomfortable around me. Or like there was no tension, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They, they um they backed off again. Uh, and I'm not really sure why this time. And you know what? I feel like that's why I feel like I know let go because this happened multiple times this year. And I usually be in the past like. Earlier years, I feel like I that'd be all I'm thinking about, like, oh, why did this person do? Like, did I do something wrong? Blah blah blah. Like, it'd be constantly in my thought. But like now, I'm just like, you know what? If they want to talk to me, they'll, they'll talk to me. You know, what? if you know, maybe it's just not meant to be to be friends. You know? Yeah. So it's like, and you know, you never know what's going on behind the scenes or what they're feeling. But do you ever ask yourself like why you want to be friends with that person? Huh? Yeah. Um... i feel like i feel like a lot of the time like we want to be friends with people but we don't know like well why i i feel like i i gained these strong friendships i'm not talking about this the passing was the relationship this is all strictly friendship for me saying right now i feel like um the strong friendships i have with people because i feel like i am just interested in them like they make me feel certain way i feel like everything i gain from a different person is different like Especially at our uh, school we went to, there was a very diverse amount of people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, no two people were the same, I I think. He could maybe agree with that. So it's like, I I got close with a lot of people. I still am. It's like, I'm their friend because, you know, they they give me something. Like, there's someone there they want, uh, I could gain something to know or, you know. Yeah, what do you think of this saying? There's a saying that goes, uh, you are the average of all your close relationships. Yeah, I think... Yeah. What does that mean? You're like the bits and pieces of the people who you surround, you know? Yeah. Well, no, it's like like in terms of quality, right? Mm -hmm. If you surround yourself with like a bunch of high quality people, right? You also be high quality. Then, yeah, that brings up your quality as well. Because now you have something that you want to strive for, right? That you want to match up against. But if you surround yourself with a bunch of low quality people, like he who shall not be named... (laughs) okay that lowers your quality (laughs) overall as well you know what i mean yes like that's and that's the thing like that you should be really selective about who you want to be a part of your like close friend group because you can't have a hundred yeah right you can't have a thousand of them yeah right that you know at you know in the best scenario five to six Mm -hmm. right like that would be like a really big friend group, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and but you should have find at least one. You know, what I I saw a study that talked about um, uh, how many close relationships do you have, mm-hmm. right? So a close relationship is like defined as uh, you need help tomorrow, somebody will come in and help you tomorrow, right? 
Mm-hmm. And in the 50s, that number was like high. Mm-hmm. It was like something like 10 to 12, right? And with time, that number for each person in the United States has gone oh, down mm-hmm. and down and down. And you know where it's at now? Two. No, it's less than one. Which means that there's a lot of people out there that have no one they can rely on. Yeah. And right. Yeah. I remember you telling me this in class and I feel like this, this, um, boosted me in a sense, like, you know, I got to surround myself with these, these people. And then with that friend, like that, that we're not no longer, we just stripped it apart. That's like another reason, like, you know what, if, if they're, if they're really not going to talk to me, what's happening or they, they don't want to be friends and you know what, it's fine. At the end of the day, I have other quality friends, you know, that, you know, if we have a problem, they do talk to me or are able to communicate. And I'm not saying like, I hate this person, you know, but if they like, you know, want to talk to me in the future, you know, the door's open, but you know, yeah, I, I mean, call that close. Yeah. Friends, you, you should know? be friendly, right? Yeah, you should be close. friendly to like everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, you don't have to be close to everyone. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the thing is like, and the people that you do choose because it is a choice. Yeah. The people you do choose to be close to, you, you want to be really selective about them, mm-hmm. right? Like, because you, you think about, like, anything that has value, right? Things that have value tend to be rarer than things that don't have value. True. I mean, I think right? he should not be named is pretty valuable. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of people like him. You got to be honest with that one. I mean, his value lies in being an example of what not to be, right? Because you should like, no, you should know like, oh, things can go horribly wrong. <laughs> Anything you want to add? Um, uh, about like the, the friendship thing, like uh, quality friends and low quality friends. For me, I never had the experience of like, like what you said, um, when you try to make a friend, like, why do you want to make, why do you want to be their friend? I, so usually like, um... People would always, I would just be mutuals with others. So I would be like friends with one person and then he would be friends with other people and those people would just talk to me. So I never like really looked to be friends with anyone except for like recently. But then the time I did look to like be their friend was because I liked them. So Mm -hmm. it was like, I never realized that I never really tried to make friends unless I was attracted to that person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah. And then so. There's the other part of it, right? It was like, well, what makes you attracted to that person? And then like, and that's kind of like leads back to what I was saying earlier of, you know, when I was young and incomplete and really dumb, right? You're still not that. I was, (laughs) well, now I'm old, more complete (laughs) and slightly less dumb, right? Uh, But the... But what I found is that when, you know, I was a low quality person and this is where you have to be careful, right? When I was a low quality person, the people that I was attracted to were also low quality. Mm -hmm. Right. And that I, and that once that hit me, like I was like, it was like a really profound understanding of like, oh, right. Like that girl that I was talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, who would flirt with it. Like that's not a, she in that moment of time was not a high quality person. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I was attracted to her because I hadn't done anything with my life. Mm -hmm. Right. I hadn't accomplished anything. I hadn't like, 
like I wasn't valuable. I wasn't like, you know, so I, I saw her and I was like, Hey, you're broken. I'm broken. Let's be broken together. <laughs> broken. Right. And then with time, you know, you know, as I started to work on myself, I started to be attracted to more and more high quality people. Yeah. And then surrounding myself with those people. Right. And, and that's one of the things that you want to shoot for. Right. And maybe you might not be perfect about it, but this is why I think it's an important question to ask of like, well, why do I want to, what, what about this person? Do I see attractive? Is this another broken person and I'm broken and I just want to be with the, you know, around them, mm-hmm. you know, to be broken with them. Or am I the type of person that wants to be better, wants to be something more than what I currently am, and then go be that? Yeah. Right? And can I find other people that view themselves in the same way, Mm -hmm. that go like, hey, I want to be something more. Do you want to be something more with me? Right? Mm -hmm. And that's a good relationship. Yeah. Right? Because it's built on each individual trying to be something better than what they were before. Now, that girl... I don't really know what happened to her, right? I hope, you know, that she worked on herself and became something better and found that she has value in herself. And, you know, and maybe, you know, she's out in the world helping other people. And that is great, right? But, you know, and that's something that should be a hopeful message to everyone because even if you are broken, you can pick your pieces up together. I was broken, right? And I've assembled myself to be less so mm-hmm. right and everyone has that possibility but if you're not on the path of doing that why should i associate myself with you yeah right jason fight <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <sighs> he he's not being yeah look 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 but do you see what i mean yeah yeah it's like that's that's the that's um I wish somebody had told me that at your age. I think what you said is pretty good. I never really thought of that either until you said, like, why do I want to be friends with these people? Because, you know, just like him, um, uh, Jared, not you, who she not should be named. Like, just like Jared, like, I, um, I just talk to people and I become mutual friends with people. But I think I think the difference for me that I realized recently is that I feel like I'm very selective of who I'm, like, close, close with, you know? Like, I always have a reason behind it, you know? Whether it be a clicking in a, in a in a certain aspect, or I just see that they're they're more than meets the eye, which interests me. And then if I like become better friends with them, and I see that they're like you know, like you said, working on themselves or have like a certain drive or quality that yeah. I find that's not that's uncommon. Then I more gravitate to getting to know this person. And you know, I I get I get I do get criticized for that sometimes, saying, oh why are you like so close to this person or this person or. Like, sometimes I get criticized I'm friends with, like, some people younger than me, like a year, like, two younger than me. And it's, like, I never really could really convey why I'm friends with them. Because it's, like, if all I can think of is only mainly four people that I'm, like, really close to are, like, a little younger than me, right? Like, mm-hmm. a year or two. Um, and that's because they have qualities a part of them uh, that, that I don't see, you know, in the people that I have around me right now. They have certain qualities that make them worth having friends, you know? Or stand out, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, even among the people who are at my age. So yeah. it's like, and it's just one or, it's a year or two younger. It's like, again, we had yeah. this conversation, not, not the end of the so world. So it's good to like put words to that thing that you see in other people, mm-hmm. right? Like, because if, if you're around somebody and you're attracted to them, you don't really know why, 
right? Platonically, right, or, or whatever, was. whatever, yeah. right? Then that tells you that you aren't doing your job, you know, as like a friend or as like a human being, mm -hmm. even, right? Of like trying to like be something more or of understanding yourself and of understanding the people that are around you, mm -hmm. right? You have to do that work, mm -hmm. right? And that's really, that's a really difficult thing to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. Like I found these, these four people specifically shout out to them. I'm not gonna say their names because they, they, they want shout out. What a so. weird shout out. <laughs> shout, shout out to four people who shall not be named. <laughs> oh, should I shout them out? Should I shout them out? I mean, do they deserve a shout out? Why, what do you think? I, I do don't know. I just think that's a weird thing to do. Okay, do you, you think know? they deserve a shout out? All right. Uh, you know, shout out to. Um, yeah, yeah, shout out to them. Um, Isaac, March, America, Matthew. Shout out to them. They're, they're pretty cool. Okay. No, but like genuinely, I can honestly say um, they've actually, they have brought change into the type of person I am. Like, I agree with you. Like, they, they had qualities that I did not fully um, like substantialize in myself, you know? And it's like, um, they, we've had, we've talked about stuff. Like, we've had that like, deeper relationships in that, that little friend group between all of us. And it's like, I don't know. I, I did learn a lot about myself, just like just being friends with them that I haven't had in a long time with just the people around me that I got comfortable with, you know? And I think that's why I get upset when some people criticize that. And I'm like, it's like, man, like these people are like worth having and you're, you're making, you're criticizing me for having these people worth having that are actually making me yeah. a better person. But here's the thing, Jason, you know? that i'm seeing oh jason oh he's my name i know dude. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, what, is it? what is it man is that like i feel like you're burning a lot of calories worrying about what other people think i you know what i i do think it's right but it's also i think he can attest to this that even if i try to ignore it it keeps jabbing at me constantly <laughs> yes. like he yeah. he's a test to it like sounds like you need meditation it sounds like <laughs> it's like and you know what i, I he knows what I'm talking about. It's like, I, maybe I do need meditation, but it's like always in the moment. I, I, maybe I just need to talk to some people or cut some people off, but with time. Like I, I, I know what where the problem lies in, like what the problem is, and you know what? I just need to yeah, solve you just got to think about the solution, yeah. Mm -hmm. and right? That's what I'm having trouble on right now, thinking about that solution. Yeah. yeah, but you know, the only one that can come up with that solution is you. Maybe yeah. you can look at other people for advice, but in the end, it's, man, yeah. it's all on you, dude. Anything? Uh, for me, I've never um like, I don't have anyone I'm close to. Like, I don't tell anyone. Okay, I tell people like some problems, but I don't like tell them so many things that happened in my life. Like, everything's to myself. So that's why I, I mainly, I'm not close to like a lot of people. Like, when I'm in a friend group, I'm just in. I'm like in friend groups. There's like those little like duos, trios. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like a duo in mind. It's like with one person, but even with that person, I don't tell them everything about my life. I just like, I'm always a listener. And like in other big groups, I'm always just there. Like in my dance team, in my old dance team, I was always the person who was, I was always at practice and I would just mind my own business, but everyone had their own friend group and they all got close to each other and told each other everything. But I was just, I was always friends with everyone. I was, I never had a specific group to go to. Mm. So like, that's why I'm, um, for me, I'm very, I just like to listen to other people's problems and then I help them out, but I don't really express mine to them. Yeah. Oh, you just open I mean, you, well, right now. it means like you need somebody else to like balance you out then because like in a relationship, uh, this is also true. 
is that there's certain personality qualities that if two people had them, mm-hmm. it just winds up being nothing but conflict, right? Mm-hmm. You almost need like somebody that has this quality and somebody else that has the opposite quality to kind of like balance you guys out, right? And but there's other qualities to people where it's good for them both to be lined up with one another. Yeah. So right, but we all have like many different qualities. So like an example would be like um uh oh what what is an example? So it's almost like your your uh I used to have I memorized the names of these things. Like there's five aspects to your personality. Oh my gosh, I can't like I think I need some coffee, <laughs> but, uh, agreeableness, that's the one I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. right? Uh, agreeableness is a trait that everybody has and you can be high in agreeableness or you can be low on agreeableness. Right. And so, uh, and, but most people kind of like are somewhere in the middle, but if you are somebody that's highly agreeable, right. Mm-hmm. That is like compassionate. That's always listening. That always goes along, goes with the flow. It's not going to necessarily be good for you to be with like another person that's also highly agreeable. Yeah. Right. Because you guys are both good at like just kind of like letting things go, mm-hmm. which means like nobody's in charge of paying the bills. Nobody's in charge of like maintaining the house. Nobody's mm-hmm. in charge. You know what I mean? Like those t- or actually that's conscientiousness. Right. If you guys are both like low in conscientiousness, nobody's going to be like the relationship's not going to work because nobody's going to be working at it. Like you need somebody that's low in conscientiousness and high in conscientiousness. Right. And uh, if you are particularly low, it's good to have somebody that's particularly high because the person that's particularly high is going to be able to like manage everything around them. Right. He's going to be able to like organize, pay bills, do all that stuff. Whereas the person that's low in conscientiousness is really bad at that, but they might bring something good to the relationship in terms of, like there will be, be might be a little bit more willing to like explore, mm-hmm. right, and bring unpredictability into the equation, which is also good, right, in in moderate amounts, yeah. right. Both of these things are good in moderate amounts. So you got to think about it like like that. And so if you are the type of person that doesn't like uh, <laughs> power, just right, off. Right, right. uh, if you are the type of person that is having a hard time, like you're, you seem to be really high in, um, or, or really low in extroversion, right? Like of going out there and just like, and being energized by having a lot of people around you, mm-hmm. right? Well, you need somebody else that's a little bit more extroverted to kind of be with you to kind of like get you out of your comfort zone yeah. constantly and pull you out and like have you do new experiences and there that person that's high in extroversion is going to get something out of you in that you're like kind of like making them a little bit more stable mm-hmm. right and you're constantly asking them like hey dude is that safe like are you sure like you know and and then you guys will balance each other out mm-hmm. do you see what i mean yeah, yeah. so it's it's like you just kind of have to find your person right not just in relationships but like in friend relationships mm-hmm. as well Right. Who is your person in, in that? Right. And and again, so long as you both have committed yourselves to like being better tomorrow than today. You guys are both groovy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Groovy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's that's even before my time. That's like the 70s. <laughs> All right. I think this is like a good. Good place to uh, do the thing. Call it a day. Wait, hold on. Any, you, you want anything else to say? 
You sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that has been all. Technically, this episode's not done. We have a little mm-hmm. bonus that we're going to do that me and Mr. Flores are going to do the, the dance routine. But until then, this is probably where our outro is going to be. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll put it at the end. Maybe the answer will be after. It's not sure. Thank you for watching episode 10 of Generational Divide. And with with Jared Pacowan here. Where Jared, where can we find you at? Like, Just plug everything, bro. Okay, my Instagram is Hey I'm Jared with two D's J A R E D D. Yeah, I'll put it in the descriptions and stuff. And then I use also just one other social media, which is TikTok, and it's just Jared's Adventures. How about your wow. streaming? I don't stream anymore. You don't stream anymore? I still follow him on Twitch. Okay. It's Jared. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that in the description as well. Follow him on Twitch. He streams sometimes. And yeah, maybe I'll get him back in the stream because I've been playing Fortnite a bit. Maybe he'll get him back I'm, to Fortnite. I'm not playing Fortnite. Okay, well, I'm playing Fortnite I'm again. Playing I'm Fortnite. playing Fortnite again because they added Dragon Ball Z. I'm a big Dragon Ball Z fan, so. Okay. But yeah, you can find Jared there. Um, you can find me, JSematix underscore, um, on Instagram and on TikTok as well. And actually on Twitch, you can find me. Um, I'm going to plug that now because I've been streaming. Um, just Plebber XD. You can watch me play Fortnite, Dragon Ball Z, or uh, Fall Guys. I'm streaming a lot now again. This, that was before where I did podcasting. I streamed there mostly. So if you want to follow me there, give me a subscribe. That'd be very appreciated. And that's my camera. But, um, and then you could find us on the generation divide at skiff. Oh yeah. So you can email us. Yeah. At that general generational divide at skiff.com. Skiff is S K I F F. And, uh, you can also find me on social media at, uh, Steve a dot Flores. Uh, and, uh, if you're, I don't know, if the, how many parents or whatever are listening to this? My parents. Yeah, if you are a parent listening to this, uh, you can check out my other podcast, Less Is More Education, anywhere you find podcasts, and uh, at, at the Instagram, Less Is More dot Education. Yeah, and then I just want to thank everyone for listening for these past ten episodes. Um, let's get a little personal here. I, I get really doubtful in myself and stuff. I I I want I've been wanting to do this for like a year or two now, and I've told um, Flores here, and he gave me the opportunity to do that. So thank you as well. For actually <laughs> pushing me to do it, I didn't. Re- I don't really look at numbers because numbers get in my head. We actually checked last week, and we, have, <laughs> we actually have like a lot of people. And I this past week, I've been getting a lot of messages from everyone. Just so much interaction. I think with actual people um, talking about the podcast or mentioning it, and it's been very encouraging. You know, I'm, I'm pumped for a hundred more episodes, right. a million more episodes, and same, yeah. yeah. So yeah, until then, next time. Hope you're ready for our, our little dance routine. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll catch you guys later. Catch you guys later. Goodbye.